Thank you for listening to Inside the 435. Our show is supported by sponsors and our loyal audience. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced with Anchor. Here is why you should use Anchor to produce your podcast. It's free, no cost to you ever. There are creation tools built into Anchor allowing you to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor takes the tedious and long process of distribution off of your to-do list. Your show will be automatically distributed to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you. Everyone dreams of making a little bit of money from a podcast. This is made possible by Anchor. With no minimum listenership, you can be offered sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do not wait a second longer. Download the free Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to episode number 14 of Inside the 435. I'm your host, Jack Bowie, and it has been a long time since I have uh, uploaded an episode. And I took a break during kind of the Christmas season, winter, and I just focused on other things. Um, You know, family, friends. uh, You know, I got COVID a long time ago, so... I haven't been as active on, you know, my social media platforms. I haven't been as active uh, on this podcast for sure. And I think it's been maybe a month now since I've done an episode. Um, But today I thought there's too much going on. I can't not make an episode. Tomorrow we have a interesting episode. I'll talk more about that before we get started. Um, But today is a big day. Well, yesterday, I guess, was the big day, but I wasn't going to make one yesterday. Today, uh, or yesterday, I think it was yesterday afternoon, around 3 or 4. I can check that, though. President Trump became the second president to be impeached uh, twice, and uh, this is in one term. Uh, President Trump was impeached a second time um, on... For incitement of insurrection, of course, referring to the deadly riot that uh, occurred at the Capitol building. And now he's facing a second trial. Uh, He's only going to be in uh, office for today's the 14th. So he'll only be in office for six more days. But now he's facing the second trial um, of his or the second federal impeachment trial of his presidency uh which is just unheard of um also we are seeing him being banned from nearly every social media platform imaginable and it's actually incredibly funny i mean to look at all of the things that he's banned from and think about his phone his phone is just a brick i mean there is nothing he can do on his phone like he's got to borrow Melania's phone, and there it has been a funny week on social media because of that. But he's been banned from every platform imaginable. I mean, Pinterest, Spotify, not only like the big ones like Twitter, Facebook. He got banned from things I don't even think he has. Um, 
so we haven't heard much from him. Uh, he said he will not be attending Biden's inauguration. Biden uh, thinks that's a good thing, um, but he doesn't need to be there. Um, you know, m- many former presidents are going to be attending the inauguration, but the, the outgoing president will not. Uh, so before we really get into the bulk of today, um, I do want to discuss uh, what's coming up. And uh, tomorrow we are going to be uh, doing a three or a four or three person debate uh, tomorrow at six o'clock. Uh, we will be talking to Ali Sadiq, Myra Smith, and possibly Reese Ballman. Um, and we'll be debating topics like abortion, um, the Capitol riot, um, economy versus environment, Biden's administration, and things like that. So that'll be exciting. Um, I wasn't planning on doing an episode today. I was planning on that being the debut episode um, for this new year. But that didn't end up happening, and this is the first uh, episode of the year. So uh, we have a question. So what was the reason he got banned from the apps? So uh, what we're looking at essentially now is um, similar to the impeachment. uh, He was calling for violence. Uh, inciting violence, inciting an insurrection against the United States. Um, so he, he's getting banned for the incitement of violence. Uh, Twitter was the main platform where he was inciting this violence, uh, saying big protest on January 6th, be there and be loud or something like that. I think it's very close to that. Um, but that's essentially what he's getting banned for. for. And now I guess platforms just don't want to take the, the risk. Um so, you know, I, I you can argue that it's, uh, you know, people are arguing that it's, you know, people taking away their speech, stuff like that. Um, and people are, you know, essentially saying that the platform doesn't have the right to do that. Um, as we know that that's extremely untrue, uh, the platforms can do whatever they want. They're private organizations. If they were silencing Nancy Pelosi, I would... You know, maybe I'd be upset, but I would not have anything against it uh, because that is a 100% like a uh, something you, you have a right to do. Um, that's legal. They're private organizations, and they can do whatever they want. So I'm not going to argue that it's not right. I'm not going to argue that they shouldn't do it, but I'm going to argue that they definitely can do it legally. Um, I, th- You know, I personally believe that they should have done it. Um, but yeah, let's start with the Capitol riot. Basically, what happened is people um, breached Trump supporters, breached and stormed the Capitol building, um, and successfully got inside with very little pr- police presence, very little police force, uh, very little police retaliation. Uh, as we know right now, five people died in that attack, uh, four uh, rushers and an officer is what we currently think. Uh, that is the source of the Republican Party turning on Trump and the impeachment against him. So let's start with a timeline of what Trump said January 6th, the day of the riot. Uh, This is from polyfact.com. So we start with December 27th is where I'm going to start. See you in Washington, D.C., or quote, see you in Washington, D.C., on January 6th, don't miss it, information to follow, quote. Uh, January 1st, 
Quote, big pro- the big protest rally in Washington, D.C. will take place at 11 a.m. on January 6th. Locational details to follow. Stop the steal. January 1st, quote, January 6th. See you in D.C. January 3rd. Uh, Trump retweeted Jen Lawrence, 21, an organizer of a March for Trump bus tour. Now we will bring it to D.C. on January 6th and proudly stand beside you. On January 3rd, Trump retweeted Amy, Cram- Amy Kramer, another promoter of the march, who said, quote, We are excited to announce the site of our January 6th event will be the ellipse in the President's Park, just steps away from the White House, or steps from the White House. January 3rd, Trump retweeted uh, at Code Monkey Z, quote, If you are planning to attend peaceful protests in, D- in D.C. on the 6th, I re- recommend wearing a body camera. The more video angles of the day, the better. January 1st, 4th, uh, at a rally in Georgia the day before the Senate runoffs, Trump repeated his grievances about his own election. He spoke about a continued fight both for himself and the Senate. Quote, if the liberal Democrats take the Senate and the White House, they're not. If the liberal Democrats take the Senate and the White House and they're not taking this White House, we're going to fight like hell. I'll tell you right now, Trump. Uh, and he also said we are going to take it back. And this is what he said before the riot. Quote, our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore, and that's what this is all about. To use a favorite term that all of you pe- people really came up with, we will stop this deal. And uh, during and after the riot, uh, this is a quote from Polyfact. By the time Trump finished his speech, crowd had, crowds has, had already started to gather outside the Capitol. Trump never joined them, but did tweet the, during the afternoon and and night and released a video statement quote please support our capital police and law enforcement they are truly on the side of our country stay peaceful um and then he also he said we have to have peace so go home we love you you're very special and he ended with remember this day forever uh so he's trying to save save himself there i think uh he's trying to use that evidence to say that he did not incite the violence uh, and that in fact he discouraged the violence um, but if I tell you to go, uh, blow up the, the white house and, uh, you go blow up the white house. And then I say, uh, don't blow up the white house. That's not right. I'm guilty. I, I incited violence. And just cause he incited violence, told people to go do something. They then did it. And now he's against it. Now that he sees what it means for him and what has happened, that's not going to work. That's not, uh, um, evidence to support him. That's not defending himself. That's making him look like a joke. 14 days until the end of his presidency, and he's making himself look like a joke. So, uh, what happens? Nancy Pelosi uh, hops on it, um, you know, as she always does, as she was expected to do. Uh, Senate and House Republicans jump on it, and we start talking about the 25th Amendment. Now, the 25th Amendment's been cited a lot, saying that uh, using the 25th Amendment, they can uh, either remove Trump from office, which they cannot do, transfer the power to Vice President Pence, or Yes, Vice President Pence, um, and saying that Vice President Pence should remove him from office and transfer the power to himself, which they cannot do. Uh, people do not understand the 25th Amendment. Um, and I had it up here a second ago, but I think it's important that we go through the text of the 25th Amendment um, so that we can see what this says. All right, so I'm going to put this on the screen. We're going to go through the text of the 25th Amendment um, because I think it's 
important that we know what we're talking about. All right, so this is just straight from Google. This is, you know, you know what pops up, but it's from constituteproject.com. So we're going to read the text. So here's the text of the 25th Amendment. When I get there. All right. We are at the 26th Amendment, 25th Amendment. And I'm going to zoom in on this and we're going to read it. All right. In case of the removal of the president from office or of his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. Very straightforward. It's not saying um, anything about removal of president. All it is saying is if we remove the president, the vice president becomes president. All right, move to section two of the same amendment. Whenever there is a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority vote of both houses of Congress. So this is if the vice president can no longer serve, or if there's a vacancy, the president will nominate a new vice president who shall take office upon confirmation. Nothing about removing the president. Whenever the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives his written declaration that he's unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, and until he transmits them to them a written declaration of the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the vice president as acting president. So this here is when the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House his written declaration. So this would be Trump's written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers of uh, the powers and duties of his office. And until he transmits them to them a written declaration of the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the vice president as acting president. So this is whenever the president himself states that he is unable to do the duties of his office and saying that himself, that this is essentially a resignation. We go to section four. This is the part where people are talking about the part that people, that nobody knows what they're talking about, but they're going to continue to mention it. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Thereafter, when the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate and Speaker of the House of Representatives his written declaration that no inability exists, he shall resume power and duties of his office until the vice president and the majority of either the principal officers or executive department or other such other body as Congress may by law provide transmit within four days to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office. Thereupon, Congress shall decide the issue assembling within 48 hours for that purpose, if not in session. If the Congress within 21 days after the receipt of the latter written declaration, or if Congress is not in session within 21 days after Congress is required to assemble, 
determines by two-thirds vote of both houses that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. We're almost done. The vice president shall continue to discharge the same as acting president. Otherwise, the president shall resume the powers and duties of the office. Otherwise, the president shall resume the powers and duties of his office. So a lot is stated here. Essentially what we're looking like looking at in this second paragraph is the fight between the president. Trump's never going to say, "Yeah, I'm I'm mentally incapacitated, I can't run or I can't handle, you know, my job." He's going to fight this and right here it's talking about exactly how he can fight this. He submits his written declaration that no inability exists. He shall re- resume the powers and duties of the office unless this entire process is followed. Way too complicated. It was never going to work. The vice president cannot just remove the president. That's never been a thing. As we know from experience, uh, you can impeach a president, and it is very easy, especially if you have control by quite a bit, like Democrats do in the House. It is very easy. One of my teachers once said, uh, I think we should just, one of my history teachers uh, from seventh grade, and uh, you know who I'm talking about, said, I think that we should just impeach every president for fun because I think it's quite fun and it's quite easy. Um, and I always found that quite funny, And but he's also very right. It is extremely easy to impeach a president. Um, but there, there's got to be something, and you, you might say that, that the Democrats are being nitpicky, um, but when we have a lot of Republican support in favor of the impeachment, and we have 10 Republicans who in fact voted for the impeachment— and I don't think any Democrats did not vote for the impeachment. Um, I will look. I'll make sure that that's right. But I do not think that any Democrats did not vote for the impeachment. I think that every, ten Republic. I know that ten Republicans did vote for impeachment. But that's. I mean that that's the the only option. There, it was either 25th Amendment or impeachment. People threw out 25th Amendment so much like it was the easiest thing in the world, but it's not. There's no way that was going to work. I mean, it just could not happen. We don't have the cabinet support that you need for that to work. So the only thing that we had was the impeachment. And they hopped on it, and now Republicans are saying that it was an unfair trial. They didn't go quick enough, or they went too quick. They didn't uh, look at everything. They didn't go thorough enough. But are we forgetting, like, f- five hours after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Trump had already nominated his uh, the next Supreme Court judge. And then are we not forgetting that within the week uh, she was on trial? So what are they talking about uh, going fast? Okay, yes. Not one Democrat did not vote to impeach. Ten Republicans did not vote to impeach. Or ten Republicans voted to impeach. And four did not vote all Republicans. So Republicans that voted to impeach were um, so Republicans who uh, voted to impeach it looks like were Adam Kinzinger Liz Cheney, Cheney, Anthony Gonzalez, uh, Jamie Herrera but, uh, Butler, uh, John Cato, Pete Meyer, Dan Newhouse, Fred Upton, David Valadeo, 
and Tom Rice. Nine of those Republicans did not vote to overturn the election results. One did. Um, And then every Democrat voted yes on both the 25th Amendment being enacted and impeachment. Only one Republican voted on the 25th Amendment being enacted, and that was Adam Kinzinger. And essentially that's it. Um, The rest of the Republicans voted no on the 25th Amendment, and uh, other than the Republicans I named, they all voted no on the impeachment. But with a vote of 223 to 205, um, with majority being, I think, okay, I do not know. Uh, Majority is around, Uh, 217. Yes, just divide 435, divided by 2. Um, so they're well above majority. We knew, we knew that it would pass. The minute I heard about the impeachment vote happening on Wednesday, I knew it would pass. Everybody knew it would pass. So we knew that President Trump would be the second president impeached. Unless something drastic happened, which wasn't going to happen. So... We're looking at Trump being the first president ever to be impeached twice. The first, the only the third president to be impeached once. Uh, he's a one-term. I mean, it really does not bode well for him. He, when we think about different presidents, we think about you know things that they have done. President Trump is going to be known for something he does not want to be known for. That is COVID and the Capitol riot. Whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, whether you believe that he should be known for that or not, he's going to be. There is nothing you can do to stop that being his legacy. When people think about Trump in 50 years, they're going to think about COVID. Three things. There's going to be COVID. Um, there's going to be the Capitol riot. Maybe Black Lives Matter. Um, and two impeachments. He'll be he'll be the twice impeached president. He'll be the twice impeached one-term president. And that's always what he's going to be known for. Whether you like Trump or not, I'm sorry, but that's going to be his legacy. He does not have a future in politics. If this impeachment passes, which it probably won't, uh, if this goes to trial, which it will, um, and if it passes, then Trump will not be able to run for any public office of any kind ever. Uh, if it does not pass, which it probably won't, he, his career will be completely over. He will lose to anybody and anyone and everybody if he runs in 2024. Biden is, is not going to run in 2024. Kamala Harris will be the incumbent. Um, and then we're looking at Kamala Harris versus if Trump runs – there's a chance, a, a very slim chance, I think, that Trump would get nominated again by the Republican Party. And let's say he does, there's an even slimmer chance, probably zero, that he wins. So if, if Republicans do not want Kamala Harris to be the, the 47th president of the United States, do not nominate Trump. Um, I believe that it was... Um, it was... Uh, the... I'm trying to think... Some Republicans said, if we nominate Trump, um, yes, uh, this quote is, if we nominate Trump, we will get destroyed and we will deserve it. That was Lindsey Graham in 2016 before the election. If we nominate nominate Trump, we will get destroyed and we will deserve it. Um, And he was right. He was 100% right. Trump has destroyed the image of the Republican Party. He has destroyed the image 
uh, of himself. He's destroyed Pence's image. He's destroyed McConnell's image. He has destroyed every Republican and every radical right image in the last four years um, by making them a joke and them continuing to support him, uh, even when he was way wrong, them continuing to support him put them on his side. And I think that Pence uh, is a good guy. He made friends with the wrong person. I truly believe that sounds corny. But I think Pence is a good guy who made friends with the wrong person. Um, I don't I don't agree with him in any way. Um, but I think that it really is not his fault that he's in the situation that he's in. Um, but he, he put himself on Trump's side. And I think he's ruined his political career. He may or may not have a, have a career in the future, but I don't know what else he's going to do. I think when he took the position, he expected it to go good, and then him possibly turn that into a president position. And he's completely ruined his image. There's no chance of that happening now, I think. Um, no, There would be no Democratic support for Pence, and you need Democratic support to win because the majority of the U.S. is Democratic. Um, and anyone who says that the majority of the U.S. is not Democratic, just look at the map. Or Actually, don't look at the map because land can't vote. Look at the numbers. Biden won by almost 6 million votes. Um, but, you know, that's just, that's really all I have to say. I, th I thought it'd be important for me to get on and say, you know, what I had to say about the situation so I don't take up too much time at the beginning of the episode tomorrow um, with the debate because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um, so if you were here, thank you very much. Um, it's been a long time, so I know I probably lost a lot of you and you probably forgot about me. Um, but thank you very much. If you stayed here, if you asked a question, thank you. If you're watching, if you're watching the replay, um, welcome, please follow and uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple or Spotify, um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, my name is Jack Bowie and this is inside the 435. Have a great rest of your day.